Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Swing low, chariot. I looked over Jordan and right, what did I see? Morning. Coming for to carry me Again, home. Again, no sleep. Band of angels. I woke up at three. The namesake came into bed with us, and I tried, tried to going back to sleep. I went into his room. Usually, that does the trick. And it did not do the trick today, so that's fine. Uh, so I walked to the office and made some coffee, and I'm here. So that's good. That's good. Going over Joshua, I think 19, 19 through. I think we're gonna end it today. Just move all these files off my desk. There. Distracting, so Love this, yes. Oh, tired, tired kids. <sighs> Excuse me, Just gotta get settled. your mom liked it. It's really good. Chapter 19. The second lot came out for Simeon, for the tribe of the people of Simeon, according to their clans, and their inheritance was in the midst of the inheritance of the people of Judah. And they had for their inheritance Beersheba, Sheba, Molada, Hazarshul, Bala, Ezem, Eltalad, Bethel, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Markaboth, Hazar Susa, Beth Labaoth, and Sharun, thirteen cities with their villages, Ain, Rimmon, Ether, and Ashan, four cities with their villages, together with all the villages around these cities as far as Balaf Beer, Rama of the Negeb. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Simeon, according to their clans. The inheritance of the people of Simeon formed part of the territory of the people of Judah. Because the portion of the people of Judah was too large for them, the people of Simeon obtained an inheritance in the midst of their inheritance. The third lot came up for the people of Zebulun, according to their clans, and the territory of their inheritance reached as far as Sarid. Then their boundary goes up westward and on to Mareel, and it touches Davisheth, and then the brook that is east of Jokneam. From Sarid it goes in the other direction, eastward, toward the sunrise, to the boundary of Chrysloth-Tabor. From there it goes to Dabrath, then up to Jophia. From there it passes along the east, toward the sunrise, to Gath-Hefer, to Eth-Kazin, and going on to Rumen, it bends toward Nia, then on to the north, on the north boundary, turns about to Hanathan, and it ends at the valley of if to hell, and Kata, Nahalal, Shimron, Idala, and Bethlehem. Oh, Bethlehem. Twelve cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the people of Zebulun. According to their clans, these cities with their villages. 
The fourth lot came out for Issachar, for the people of Issachar, according to their clans. Their territory included Jezreel, Cheseloth, Shunem, Haphraim, Shion, Anar Harath, Rabbath, Kishion, Ebez, Remeth, Enganim, Enhadah, Beth Pezez. The boundary also touches Tabor, Shahazuma, and Beth Shemesh, and its boundary ends at the Jordan. 16, which is, I mean, we had to cross the Jordan to get to here. This is why uh, I have that silly song at the beginning. Um, <laughs> 16 cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Issachar. According to their clans, the cities with their villages. <sighs> yeah. The fifth lot came out for the tribe of the people of Asher, according to their clans. Their territory included Helkath, Hali, Baten, Ak, Shaf, Alamelech, Ahmad, Michel. On the west, it touches Carmel, the, and Shehor Lebanath. Then it turns eastward, it goes to Beth Dagon and touches Zebulun and the valley of If Tahel. Northward to Beth Amek and Nail. Then it comes into the north of Kabul, Ebron, Rehob, uh, Hammon, Cana, as far as Sidon the Great. Then the boundary turns to Ramah, reaching to the fortified city of Tyre. Then the boundary turns to Hosa, and it ends at the sea. And then it ends at the sea. Mahalab, Akzib, Uma, Afek, and Rehob. Twenty-two cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Asher, according to their clans. These cities with their villages. I got this up. Hang on a second. One of my sisters just texted me. What she have to say? Okay. All right. Did I talk about Naphtali or just Asher? Oh, no, I don't have enough time. Um, the seventh lot came out for the tribe of the people of Dan, according to their clans. And their territory of its inheritance included Zorah, Eshtal, Urshemesh, Shalabin, Ijalon, Ithla, Elon, Timna, Ekron, Eltika, uh, Gibbethon, Balath, Jihad, Ben Barak, Gathramon, and Mejrakan, and Rakan, uh, with the territory over against Joppa. When the territory of the people of Dan was lost to them, the people of Dan went up and fought against Leshem. After capturing it and striking it with a sword, they took possession of it and settled in it, calling Leshem, Dan, after the name of Dan, their ancestor. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Dan, according to their clans, these cities with their villages. 
When they had finished distributing the several territories of the land as inheritances, the people of Israel gave an inheritance among them to Joshua, the son of Nun. By command of the Lord, they gave him the city that he asked Timnath Sarah in the hill country of Ephraim. And he rebuilt the city and settled in it. These are the inheritances that Eliezer, the priest, and Joshua, the son of Nun, and the heads of the father's houses of the tribes of the people of Israel distributed by Lot at Shiloh before the Lord at the entrance of the tent meeting. So they finished dividing the land. You know, and um, before I get to chapter 20, it's almost like the reading of a will, even though, you know, in Hollywood, um, they always portray it as a reading of a will, but that's not. It's actually, you just get a will sent to you guys, and people (laughs) read it for yourself. Chapter 20. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Say to the people of Israel, Appoint the cities of refuge with a, of which I spoke to you through Moses, that the manslayer who strikes any person without intent or unknowingly may flee there. They shall be for you a refuge from the avenger of blood. He shall flee to one of these cities and shall stand at the entrance of the gate of the city and explain his case to the elders of that city. Then they shall take him into the city and give him a place, and he shall remain with them. And if the avenger of blood pursues him, he shall not give up the manslayer into his hand, because he struck his neighbor unknowingly, and did not hate him in the past. And he shall remain in the city until he has stood before the congregation for judgment, until the death of him, who was high priest at the time. Then the manslayer may return to his own town and his own home, to the town from which he fled. So they set apart Kadesh in Galilee, <clears throat> in the hill country of Nephtali, and Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, and Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah. And beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho, they appointed Bezer in the wilderness on the tableland, from the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth and Gilead, from the tribe of Gad, <clears throat> and Golan and Bashan, from the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities designated for all the people of Israel, and for the stranger sojourner among them, that anyone who killed a person without intent could flee there, so that he might not die by the hand of the avenger of blood, till he stood before the congregation. <clears throat> this is very important to God that there be some neutral cities for people to flee to, to avoid um, vengeance. And I I would call this brilliant if a human thought of it, but it's God. So it's it's just perfect in so many ways. The, there's such a, how do I call it, obsession with revenge in, in our culture, in, in American culture. And I'm, I'm sure if this isn't something new. And I think revenge and justice are so different. Here we're talking about justice. And revenge for like a death of someone, if there's no intent, will only lead to more and more revenge, more hate and more murder and more infighting, which would destroy uh, a culture. So I think in installing these cities of refuge... God is maximizing the chances of the Israelites not falling apart under these weird ideas of vengeance. It's actually very, when you think of it, in, in some ways this could be considered very progressive when it comes to justice. It's fascinating how they do this. Okay. Uh, hang on a second. What is your aunt texting me?
Sarah, she texted me <laughs> oh, oh gosh my sister so much oh gosh that's funny right. chapter 21 then the heads of the fathers houses of the Levites came to Eliezer the priest and to Joshua the son of Nun and to the heads of the fathers houses of the tribes of the people of Israel and they said to them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan the Lord commanded through Moses that we be given cities to dwell in along with the pasture lands for our livestock so, by command of the Lord, the people of Israel gave to the Levites the following cities and pasture lands out of their inheritance. The lot came out for the clans of the Kohathites. So, the Levites, who were descendants of Aaron, the priests, received by lot from the tribes of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin, 13 cities. And the rest of the Kohathites received by lot from the clans of the tribe of Ephraim, from the tribe of Dan, and half of the tribe of Manasseh, 10 cities. The Gershonites received by lot from the clans of the tribe of Issachar, from the tribe of Asher, from the tribe of Naphtali, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh and Bashan, 13 cities. The Mirrorites, according to their clans, received from the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and the tribe of Zebulun, 12 cities. These cities and their pastoral lands, the people of Israel, gave by lot to the Levites, as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Out of the tribe of the people of Judah and the tribe of the people of Simeon, they gave the following cities mentioned by name, which went to the descendants of Aaron, one of the clans of the Kohathites, who belonged to the people of Levi. So I'm reading way too fast, I'm sorry. Since the lot fell to them first, they gave them Kiriath Arba, Arba being the father of Anak, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah, along with the pasture lands around it. But the fields of the city and its villages had been given to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as his possession. And to the descendants of Aaron, the priest gave Hebron. Excuse me. And to the descendants of Aaron, the priest, they gave Hebron, the city of refuge for the manslayer, with its pasture lands, Libna, with its pasture lands, Jadar, with its pasture lands, Eshtemoah, with its pasture lands, Holon, with its pasture lands, Deborah, with its pasture lands, Ain, with its pasture lands, Judah, with its pasture lands, Beth Shemesh, with its pasture lands, Nine cities out of these two tribes, then out of the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon with its pasture lands, Geba with its pasture lands, Anathoth with its pasture lands, and Elman with its pasture lands. Four cities, the cities of the descendants of Aaron, the priests, were in all thirteen cities with their pasture lands. As to the rest of the Kohathites, belonging to the Kohathite clans of the Levites, the cities allotted to them were out of the tribe of Ephraim. To them were given Shechem, the city of refuge for the manslayer, with its pasture lands in the hill country of Ephraim, Gezer with its pasture lands, Kibzang with its pasture lands, Beth Haran with its pasture lands, four cities, and out of the tribe of Dan, Altik with its pasture lands, Gibbethon with its pasture lands, Ijalon with its pasture lands, Gathramon with its pasture lands, four cities, and out of the half tribe of Manasseh, Tanak with its pasture lands, Gathramon with its pasture lands, two cities, the cities of the clans of the rest of the Kohathites, were ten in all with their pasture lands. Hang on a second. Oh my God. And to the Gershonites, one of the clans of the Levites were given out of the half tribe of Manasseh. Golan in Bashan with its pasture lands, the city of refuge for the manslayer, and 
Bish Tara with its pasture lands, two cities, and out of the tribe of Issachar, Kishian with its pasture lands, Dabareth with its pasture lands, Jarmuth with its, with its pasture lands, and Ganim with its pasture lands, four cities, and out of the tribe of Asher, Mishol with its pasture lands, Abdon with its pasture lands, Helkath with, with its pasture lands, and Rehob with its pasture lands, four cities, and out of the tribe of Naphtali, Kedesh, and Galilee with its pasture lands. The city of refuge for the manslayer, Hamoth Dor with its pasture lands, and Kartan with its pasture lands. Three cities. The cities of the, <clears throat> the several clans of the Gershonites were in all thirteen cities with their pasture lands. And to the rest of the Levites, the Mirarite clans were given out of the tribe of Zebulun, Jokneum with its pasture lands, Karda with its pasture lands, Dimna with its pasture lands, Nahalel. <clears throat> With its pasture lands, four cities out of the tribe of Reuben. I wonder what's going on with these pasture lands. I'm sure I'm mentioning a lot. I guess it's for livestock. I don't, I'm not a farmer, even though that's what my name means. Okay. All right. And to the rest of the Levites, the Mirrorite clans were given out of the tribe of Zebulun, Zogneum, with its pasture lands. Carta with its pasture lands, Dimna with its pasture lands, Nahalal. Have I read this? I think I read this part. No, I'm going to finish. Sorry. And to the rest of the Levites, the Mirrorite clans were given out of the tribe of Zebulun, Jokneum with its pasture lands, Carta with its pasture lands, Dimna with its pasture lands, Nahalal with its pasture lands, four cities now of the tribe of Reuben. Bezer with its pasture lands, Jahaz with its pasture lands, Kedemoth with its pasture lands, and Mepha with its pasture lands, four cities out of the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead with its pasture lands, the city of refuge for the manslayer, Mahanaim with its pasture lands, Heshbon with its pasture lands, Jezer with its pasture lands, four cities in all. As for the cities of uh, the several Mirrorite clans, that is the remainder of the clans of the Levites, those allotted to them were in 12 cities. The cities of the Levites in the midst of the possession of the people of Israel were in all 48 cities with their pasture lands. These cities each had its pasture lands around it, so it was with all these cities. Thus the Lord gave to Israel all the land that he swore to give to their fathers, and they took possession of it, and they settled there. And the Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sworn to their fathers. Not one of all the enemies had withstood them, for the Lord had given all their enemies onto their lands, into their lands. Not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. <clears throat> Chapter 22 At that time Joshua summoned the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh and said to them, you have kept all the, that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice in all that I have commanded you. You have not forsaken your brothers these many days, down to this day, but have been careful to keep the charge of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God has given rest to your brothers, as he promised them. Therefore turn and go to your tents in the land where your possession lies, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. Only be very careful to observe the commandment and the law that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments 
and to cling to him and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their tents. Now to the one half of the tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given a possession of Bashan. But to the other half, Joshua had given a possession beside their brothers in the land west of Jordan. Uh, land west of the Jordan. And when Joshua sent them away to their homes and blessed them, he said to them, Go back to your tents with much wealth and with very much livestock, <coughs> with silver, gold, bronze, and iron, and with much clothing. Divide the spoil of your enemies with your brothers. So the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh returned home, parting from the people of Israel at Shiloh, which, in, which is in the land of Canaan, to go to the land of Gilead, their own land of which they had possessed, possessed themselves by command of the Lord through Moses. And when they came to the region of the Jordan, that is in the land of Canaan, the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh built there an altar by the Jordan, an altar of imposing size. And the people of Israel heard it said, Behold, the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built the altar at the frontier of the land of Canaan, in the region about the Jordan, on the side that belongs to the people of Israel. When the people of Israel heard it, the whole assembly of the people of Israel gathered at Shiloh to make war against them. Uh-oh. This isn't good. Then the people of Israel sent to the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead, Phinehas the son of Eleazar, the priest, and with him ten chiefs, one from each of the tribal families of Israel. Every one of them the head of a family among the clans of Israel, and they came to the people of Reuben, the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead. And they said to them, Thus says the whole congregation of the Lord, What is this breach of faith that you have committed against the God of Israel in turning away this day from following the Lord by building yourselves an altar this day in rebellion against the Lord? Boy, it didn't last long, did it? Have we not had enough of the sin of Peor, at Peor from which even yet we have not cleansed ourselves, for which there came a plague upon the congregation of the Lord, that you too must turn away this day from following the Lord? And if you too rebel against the Lord today, then tomorrow you will be angry with the whole congregation of Israel. But now, if the land of your possession is unclean, pass over into the Lord's land, where the Lord's tabernacle stands, and take for yourselves a possession among us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, or make us as rebels by building yourselves an altar other than the altar of the Lord our God. Did not Achan, the son of Zerah, break faith in the matter of devoted things, and wrath fell upon all the congregation of Israel? And he did not perish alone for his iniquity. Then the people of Reuben, the people of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh said, in answer to the heads of the families of Israel, The mighty one God, the Lord, the mighty one God, the Lord, he knows, and let Israel itself know. If it was in rebellion or in breach of faith against the Lord, do not spare us today, for building an altar to turn away from, the, from following the Lord. Or if we did so, to offer burnt offerings or grain offerings or peace offerings on it, may the Lord himself take vengeance. No, but we did it from fear that in time to come, your children might say to our children, What have you to do with the Lord, the God of Israel? For the Lord has made the Jordan a boundary between us, and you, you the people of Reuben and the people of Gad, you have no portion in the Lord. So your children might make our children 
ceased to worship the Lord. Therefore we said, Let us now build an altar, not for burnt offerings, nor for sacrifice, but to be a witness between us and you, and between our generations after us, that we do perform the service of the Lord in his presence with our burnt offerings and sacrifices and peace offerings. So your children will not say to our children in time to come, You have no portion in this land. And we thought, If this should be said to us, or to our descendants in time to come, we should say, Behold, the copy of the altar of the Lord, which our fathers made, not for burnt offerings, nor for sacrifice, but to be a witness between us and you. Far be it from us that we should rebel against the Lord and turn away from this day following the Lord by building an altar for burnt offering, grain offering, or sacrifice, other than the altar of the Lord our God that stands before his tabernacle. When Phinehas, the priest of the chiefs, and the chiefs of the congregation, the heads of the families of Israel who were with him, heard the words that the people of Reuben, the people of Gad, and the people of Manasseh spoke. It was good in their eyes. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, said to the people of Reuben, and the people of Gad, and the people of Manasseh, Today we know that the Lord is in our mindset, because you have not committed this breach of faith against the Lord. Now you have delivered the people of Israel from the hand of the Lord. Then Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priests and the chiefs returned from the people of Reuben and to the people of Gad and the land of Gilead to the land of Canaan to the people of Israel and brought back word to them. And the report was good in the eyes of the people of Israel. And the people of Israel blessed God and spoke no more of making war against them to destroy the land where the people of Reuben and the people of Gad were settled. The people of Reuben and the people of Gad called the altar witness for, they said, it is a witness between us that the Lord is God. Wow, that is really... That is really stressful. I can't imagine what the Reuben uh, and Manasseh, let's see, who else? And, and Gad thought when all those priests were showing up. Uh, imagine that. That's some serious stuff. <laughs> imagine, imagine ten priests and the high priest's son showing up and saying, and like trying to admonish them, but but I kind of saw this coming. I, I, I don't think I've ever read this part of the Bible. I, mean, I read it, I thought, cover to cover, but maybe I just forget this part. Uh, boy, they're mad. Okay. And, and you know, not only were they mad, but because they were taking this seriously. So seriously that they brought the chief priest from the heads of the families and the chief priest and the high priest's son. So... What this tells me is, if you're really devoted to God, you'll take sin seriously. And for them, they took it deadly seriously. Because the guy, Achan, remember, you know, he kept some of that, some of the, um, some of the clothes and some gold and some other stuff. And, and God uh, killed him and his family and his servants and his livestock. And so, that's... How seriously you should take sin. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just get it out of your life. And I feel like a hypocrite saying that. Because I have a lot of sin in my life. But hang on. Ah, coffee went cold. Yeah, I'm make some more. Then I'll read 23 and 24. We'll be done with Joshua. That is pretty good. We didn't take, it didn't take too much time to finish Joshua. I literally walked to the office in slippers, if you can believe that. That was...
Cold coffee. I don't like cold coffee. <clears throat> a little, little update today. Today your <clears throat> it's a staff development day for your school. And the so we have you guys have the day off, but I still have to work. So you're you guys are gonna go out to breakfast. At around 10 a.m. this morning. It's 6 right now. And then uh, you're going to go off with your grandma. I think you're getting your final shots today. And uh, then you go off with your grandma. Your grandma, I think, is going to take you to see a movie. Sing 2, I think. Um, so, and then after that, you're gonna, she's going to drop you off at your grandpa. And your mom and I will already be on our date night. I don't know what we're going to do. I think your mom wants to do like a poetry workshop at my office so very intrigued by that ah, okay <clears throat> coffee is pouring out hang on a second put you on pause all right back in my office <clears throat> I, I really <coughs> I really love being in this office I've been in it all hours of the day <clears throat> Excuse me. It's been a, a great place of refuge. Oh, steaming cup. This, I mean, this coffee is so good. I got I got nothing but compliments on it. And I'll just stop for a second. And you know, my um, one of my teachers in high school is dying. He was a great guy. I mean, he still is. He's still kicking around, but I mean, he is looks skeletal thin, and he was never a big guy, anyways. He was always. It's like five foot five or five foot six, like 140 pounds soaking wet, but he's probably down to under a hundred now. And I, I did his, I did some paperwork for him for the job that I do. And, and, uh, he smelled the coffee. He's like, that smells great. And the guy doesn't eat. I mean, they're trying to put anything into him. So I made him a cup, but, and he had some the other day. You know, I love this guy. He's a great guy, but and he's also very wealthy. But he's lonely. He doesn't really have friends. He had his wife, but she died tragically. She had like some infection and just died. And uh, his mom died. He's just a series of only children in the city we live in, and he he lives in the same house that his grandpa, great grandpa built. And he's worth mi like millions, and uh, but at the end of his, he's coming to the end of his life. I don't think he's got more than a month left, and he's lonely. There's nobody really there for him. Like a cousin, he was never close to, who's about to be in charge of his children. Um, it's really sad. It's really sad. You know, I would I would tell you guys, get out of your comfort zone and make friends, make lifelong friends, Christian friends. Friends that love you the way the chief priests in chapter 22 love Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh. Love them so much they confronted them with their sin and said, what in the heck are you doing? And then, I mean, they explained it, so they were like really pleased with that. But 
you need to make friends that are honest with you. Not brutally honest to be mean, but honest because they love you. And I have, I have a bunch of friends like that. But they might be a little too honest once in a while. But, but you know, I'm guilty of that more than anyone. So, all right. Chapter 23. A long time afterward, when the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their surrounding enemies, and Joshua was old and well advanced in years, Joshua summoned all Israel, its elders and heads, its judges and officers, and said to them, I am now old and well advanced in years, and you have seen all the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake, for it is the Lord your God who has fought for you. Behold, I have allotted to you as an inheritance for your tribes those nations that remain along with all the nations that I have already cut off. From the Jordan to the great sea in the west, the Lord your God will push them back before you and drive them out of your sight. And you shall possess their land, just as the Lord your God promised you. Therefore be very strong to keep uh, and do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, turning aside from it neither to the right hand nor to the left, that you may not mix with these nations remaining among you, or make mention of the names of their gods, or swear by them, or serve them, or bow down to them. But you shall cling to the Lord your God, just as you have done this day, done to this day. For the Lord has driven out before you great and strong nations, and as for you, no man has been able to stand before you this day. Uh, Excuse me, to this day. One man of you puts to flight a thousand, since it is the Lord your God who fights for you, just as he promised. Be very careful, therefore, to love the Lord your God. For if you turn back and cling to the remnant of these nations remaining among you, and make marriages with them, so that you associate with them and they with you, Know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you, but they shall be a snare and a trap for you, a whip on your sides and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from off this good ground that the Lord your God has given you. And now I am about to go the way of all the earth, and you know in your hearts and souls, all of you, that... Not one word has failed of all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. But just as all good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you have been fulfilled for you, so the Lord will bring upon you all the evil things until he has destroyed from you off this good land that the Lord your God has given you, if you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and you shall perish quickly from off the good land that he has given you. Chapter 24. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, of the, ju- the, heads the judges, and the officers of Israel. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your fathers lived beyond the Euphrates, Terah, the father of Abraham and Nahor, and they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan, and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac, and to to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. And I gave Esau the hill country of Seir to possess, but Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. And I sent Moses and Aaron... And I plagued Egypt with what I did in the midst of it, and afterward I brought you out. Then I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came to the sea. And the Egyptians pursued your fathers with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. 
And when they cried to the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and made the sea come upon them and cover them. And your eyes saw what I did in Egypt. And you lived in the wilderness a long time. Then I brought you to the land of the Amorites who lived on the other side of the Jordan. They fought with you and I gave them into your hand. And you took possession of their land and I destroyed them before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, the king of Moab, arose and fought against Israel. And he sent and invited Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Indeed, he blessed you. So I delivered you out of his hand. And you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho. And the leaders of Jericho fought against you. And also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, Girgashites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And I gave them into your hand. And I sent the hornet before you, which drove them out before you. The two kings of the Amorites, it was not by your sword or by your bow. I gave you a land on which you had not labored, and cities that you had not built, and you dwell in them. You eat the fruit of the vineyards and olive orchards that you did not plant. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods of your fathers, serve beyond the river and, and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods, for it is the Lord our God who brought us uh, and our fathers up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in your sight, in our sight, and preserved us in all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You are not able to serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. And he said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and put in place statues and rules for them at Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God. And he took a large stone and set it up there under the terebinth that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord that he spoke to us. Therefore, it shall be a witness against you, lest you deal falsely with your God. So Joshua sent the people away, every man to his inheritance. After these things, Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. And they buried him in his own inheritance at Timnath-Sarah, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gosh. Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua and had known all the work that the Lord did for Israel. As for the bones of Joseph, which the people of Israel brought up from Egypt, they buried them at Shechem in the piece of land that Jacob bought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, 
for a hundred pieces of money. It became an inheritance of the descendants of Joseph, and Eliezer, the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him at Gibeoth, Gibeah, the town of Phinehas, his son, which had been given him in the whole country of Ephraim. And that is the end of Joshua. It's an amazing book. It's, I mean, really the whole book may seem dry, but the book is... I keep kicking those stupid bones. I'm going to throw those away. The whole book is about how God honored his word to the Israelites because the Israelites were faithful to him. It's, it's, so it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing book. Um, okay. So, I'm going to hit stop in a second. Um, I just want to tell you I'm excited to be with you guys today and this weekend. And, and you're lovely and you're very sweet. Please get along with each other and love each other. Be there for each other. Support each other. You know, especially if me and your mom do something to upset you or if we're in the wrong. You, know, you kids are there because really you're the experts of me and your mom. You guys know what we did wrong or you know what kind of scars we're putting on you. And I'm sorry about that. Probably a lot of pressure too. So I just want to tell you I love you. And I'm sorry. Wish I was a better dad. Anyways, have a wonderful day. And in everything you do, do it for the kingdom and the king. Great.